Hey, welcome back to the SBP podcast, Mobile Filmmaking. I'm your host, Susie Botello, and you're listening to episode 174. It's hard to believe how many filmmakers I've shared with you through this podcast. I mean, there's also the number of filmmakers that come through our film festival each year since I've launched the International Mobile Film Festival early in 2009. But some filmmakers that have been guests on the show do not know about our film festival and vice versa. So I'd like to share something very cool around the end of this episode with you that we're planning for this year's film festival. And I really think you'll like it. If you're subscribed or following the podcast, I want to thank you so much. I think you'll like what I'm going to share with you. It's not public yet. So, yeah, <laughs> you awesome listeners, you, you're the first to know. I've watched so many films this year for the festival, both feature films and short films. And I have to apologize because that's why this podcast has been a bit inconsistent lately. But it's easier for me to publish a podcast alone. I just enjoy having guests since that's what I like to do more than flying solo. Um, you know, giving filmmakers who are making movies with smartphones a voice. Something I chose to do many years ago. And I still enjoy those conversations quite a lot. So I thought I'd share something that I've been thinking about lately regarding mobile filmmaking from my perspective. And I think perhaps the beginning of this year may be a great time to bring it up. Now, last year, we lost a huge player in our mobile filmmaking community. Now, regardless of how you feel about them, I have tons of respect for pioneers like Filmic Pro and Moondog Labs. But I've been here since, like, I'm trying to think of this, I've been here since before this mobile filmmaking industry was formed. And I, I'm calling it a fin, uh, an industry because, as you already know, they, it is an industry. I mean, it's, it's commercial in many ways. There are companies out there selling gear and all that stuff. But enough of that. I've unfortunately seen a lot of people come and go, a lot of companies, a lot of pioneers, and one company that comes to mind was Smart Focus. I don't know if you heard about them. And you may not have, especially if you've been around for, I don't know, maybe six years, which seems like a long time. But quite interestingly, six years is, it's still just not that long ago. Um, especially if you take that chunk in the middle, you know, the, uh, the pandemic thing where we were all just like frozen in place, stuck. Um, so that kind of shortened a few years from us. But Smart Focus, which is spelled with a PH, Focus, um, that company between 2013 and 2014, you may not realize this, but they sold an iPhone grip case that had an adapter for lenses and microphones. It's pretty much like what other companies some more popular than others have been selling uh, over the last, I don't know, maybe f since 
two, around the same time, probably a uh, little after that. But I spoke with the founder of Smart Focus. His name was Philip Felice. And if you've ever, I, I spoke with him on the phone. And if you've ever ordered one, you'd see a quote by Conrad Mess on the box of this, this unit, this product that you would have shipped. And it was a beautiful box. It had this beautiful packaging. I, I almost related it to, you know, the iPhone packaging. And now I connected with them in 2013 and we had a great conversation over the phone, passed a few emails back and forth. But a few years later, they stopped selling their gear. They just kind of went away. Um, but that's just one. That's just one. There have been others. Now, my point is that while the news of Filmic Pro was huge, it's because they had been around for a very long time, since around 2011. But they were a bridge, you know? They were a bridge between indie filmmakers and pr video producers and mobile filmmaking. So they brought the capability to turn heads to many of you and Hollywood producers like Steven Soderbergh. Even though Sean Baker inspired, I think, more filmmakers in 2015 than Soderbergh. And again, this is my opinion. And I'm saying this because of the number of awesome mobile filmmakers that I've met who point to Tangerine versus Unsane in 2018. So by the end of last year, 2023, <laughs> in case you were not counting, uh, it became obvious for us that Moondog Labs was leaving kind of very quietly, leaving this this industry. And I have not confirmed it, though, so it's not like I'm trying to spread rumors or anything like that. But for transparency reasons, I have not confirmed it. And I'm not sure, look, I can email, uh, you know, them and find out, you know, give me an answer. But I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. And if they don't want to discuss it, they just kind of want to just kind of fade away. That's okay. That's their prerogative. But um, but but it's kind of sad because, you know, they're pioneers. Um, when you look at their store right now, every single item says sold out. Now, Moondog Labs created the first anamorphic adapter for lenses for the iPhone in 2014. And I interviewed the founders in September 2019, and they told me their story, their original, you know, their origin story, and their experience uh, with Sean Baker and Tangerine at Sundance. So I'm, what I'm going to do is I'm going to add a link to episode 66 in the show notes, which is that episode. I wanted to share this with you because even though mobile filmmaking is a solid way to make movies, a film shot with a smartphone has almost, or maybe if not, the same potential to be picked up by a distributor as any other independent film. Now, today, you'll find them on many of the same streaming networks as like, oh, I don't know, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> uh, what do you know? My favorite movie. Um, but you are a human. 
And you're a storyteller. You're a filmmaker. You're a creator. You're not a product of, of any sort or of any kind. And we're so happy to still have a platform where you can come and feel appreciated, celebrated, and illuminated. <laughs> yeah, that's our theme this year, illuminate. And that's the point, isn't it? That we understand how important it is for you to have a community that stands with you. Now, I believe this from the beginning. I've always believed this, and I should know. When I first launched the film festival, I mean, it was like walking on fire. <laughs> okay, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but, but I was alone. I was, well, I'm just going to say it. I was a woman. I, I, it did make it harder for me, even though I never really cared. It didn't um, end up being an issue for me because I was confident about mobile filmmaking. And it, it was, in a way, it was, I mean, I know for a fact that it really annoyed a lot of people in my network. Probably a lot of people I didn't even know existed were probably very annoyed with me. But that was like going on, I don't know, like 16 years. Wow. 16 years already? Holy cow. Um, so anyways, I get how you could be hanging out with your aspiring filmmaking friends and they're like dreaming of owning like, I don't know, a $20,000 camera to make their dream movie. And it's a bit awkward for you to just say something like, well, I'm going to make a feature film with my iPhone, right? I mean, yeah, some of you may be surprised at the support that you receive, especially today, but there's still a little bit of a stigma attached to it, isn't there? And you may not want to deal with it. It's easier when you're following tradition. And I just want you to know something very important, though. You have the support of a community around the world. Our film festival may be designed, organized, and all that by us. But from the minute that you arrive in San Diego for the festival, you will realize it's all about you. And you're going to feel embraced by everyone. And I know you're just picturing us, but I don't mean us. I mean, yes, us too. But I mean everyone at the festival. Like all the attending filmmakers, are, they're usually super beyond receptive and supportive of you and your film. So one thing I wanted to do this year more than ever before is to bring you into our magical experience. Now, if you've been listening for some time, you'll listen to some of last year's filmmakers that were sharing, you know, the vibe, the energy and how they were just elated to be a part of it. They made new friends. They support each other on social media. Hey, look, you know what? That's actually a big deal. It's hard to reach anyone with the algorithms on social media right now. So it's huge when you make new friends, like as a group, right, that will interact with you. So today, <laughs> here we go. No, this is just one. This is just one announcement. But here we go. We announced something today. Now, I'm recording this on the eve of February 19th. And this is coming out tomorrow. So today, meaning yesterday for you, 
we announced that Joey Min and Stephanie Pham of Art School Dropouts are coming to San Diego to present a smartphone live action filmmaking workshop during the film festival. Now, they're also going to be showcasing their live action film that they made with their iPhone, No Budget Zorro. Oh, and this is a great segue for what I was talking about way earlier at the beginning of the, fi of the film festival of the podcast. So since Joey is going to be coming and Ryan McDonald is also going to be here and you know who else? I mean, we're still trying to confirm this, so this may not happen, but we're like crossing our fingers that we get Levi Austin Morris uh, back into the film festival. So that brings me to that announcement, you know, the thing that I was talking about. If you're listening, you are privileged and I want you to feel privileged. <laughs> we won't be announcing this ourselves publicly. I mean, outside of this public podcast for at least another week or two. So here we go. You're about to find out a big secret. So I'm excited. I'm really excited about this. And so if you're not participating in our film festival with the film, that's okay. Now, we always welcome everybody to come to the film festival. But if you're listening and you enjoy our podcast, then you may love what I'm about to tell you. Uh, maybe even as much as I do. Because we're going to have a live in-person episode of Fade Into Film with the panelists. Now, if we're lucky enough to do it right, we'll be recording it. And later, I'll edit this episode that we're going to be doing live at the venue. Af uh, I'll, I'll edit it into an episode. And uh, what does that mean? Well, here, here's part of another privilege um, for you. That means that if you come and you're with us, during our live in-person podcast, you may be privy to things that won't make it into the edited public version. So, hey, friends, come to the festival. Let's meet in person. You know, our podcast is audio only, so it's not like you get to see us like a video interview or a video panel all the time. This is the first. And I don't know if we'll be able to do this every single year. I mean, as you already know, Joey Min is in New Jersey. Ryan McDonald is in Utah. And Levi Austin Morris is in L.A. Yeah, that's its own country, by the way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyways, to wrap this up, I want to circle back to all the pioneers that have left our community. Even though they're still a part of the community, they've left their participation in it. But you're very special to me. And you know this. I mean, if you don't know, now you know. And I'm not planning to go anywhere for another 16 years. But you'll always be able to recall a unique experience with our unique, intimate, and awesome film festival, which is awesome. Thanks to you, by the way. And all that caring that I do about you, it totally inspires me to work hard, so hard, to make this happen each year. 
and I'm laughing, but I do really work hard. I just don't like to make a big deal out of it. You don't need to know that. I just want you to come and eat the cake that I spent all night baking for you. If you understand what I'm trying to say. So if you did not inspire me, then I can tell you this wouldn't have continued. Every single year I meet more of you and every year I'm recharged. You should see me the last night of the film festival, just a few hours sleep in days. And that last night, I'm like the pink energizer bunny. I hope you've seen the commercials or you may be really confused about it right now. So I, I suppose you could Google it. Anyways, I'm super excited for April and I hope you'll accept my invitation to come down and say hello to me. I love to introduce people to people or everyone to everyone at the festival as well. So I'm also going to ask for one, one, one thing. I want you to do me a solid favor, as they say, and subscribe to the SBP podcast newsletter. Now, look, I've been asking you to do this and I'm not just asking because I just want to collect emails or anything like that. It has nothing to do with that. But, you know, social media algorithms are designed to keep us apart and, you know, keep us watching ads <laughs> instead. Um, so let's stay connected. Even if you're subscribed to the podcast in an app, there are apps that are also disappearing. But let's stay connected. Your email addresses, again, they are ridiculously safe with me. I've never shared, much less sold an email address without permission. And I've been in business since 2006. So it's basically a habit. Okay. And one last thing, stay creative. Guys, I care about you. Don't give up. And most importantly, always remember that you have a community willing to support your efforts and your achievements. To all the contestants for the film festival this year, you rock. I'll be in touch soon and I look forward to meeting you on April 26th through the 28th. And hey, listeners, come on down. You're invited. I want to meet you. And I, I want you to meet everyone, including some of the people that are guests in the podcast. So it's time to say goodnight or goodbye or have a great week. Goodbye, listeners.